So we know that Rav Dimi and Rabin, we'll see Rabin quoted soon as well, are two people who were traveling a lot from Eretz Israel to Babel, who brought the Torah Rabbi Yochanan. They don't always agree with each other. Sometimes we're going to steer between them. And here we'll see. So the Gemara is like this, Ki Atra Avdimi Rabbi Yochanan. You all got it? We're about 15 lines up from the bottom. At the end of the line there, the fourth line, the last word in the line is Dimi. If you go back four words, it's Ki Atra Avdimi. Well, you got it? Okay, so Ki Atra Avdimi Rabbi Yochanan. Kofer. That's a kofir, but in terms of, 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 of paying a kofir. So the Pasuk says, kofir. So, matamud lomar im kofir. Why do we need im kofir? It says, kofir. So, why did the Pasuk just say, kofir yushat alav? Why is that im kofir? If kofir, it says, tamud lomar, im kofir, what's it for? It's Rabbi Yochanan. Rabot kofir shlo bekavana, ke kofir bekavana. It tells you a big chidush, Rabbi, a massive chidush. In fact, the more I think about it, it's a super huge chidush. That when you pay kofir, even if the animal killed without kavona, you pay kofir as if it killed with kavona. So the animal of mistake killed, you pay kavona. Now why is such a big chilus this for me? Because the pasuk that we say, where do we learn this from? We learn this from Ashur Muad. The pasuk is on daf mem bet amud bet. We've got the pasuk there. If it gored two or three days. Right? So it's announced become a muad. Now the owners didn't look after it. It had owners who became a muad. They didn't look after it. And it killed a man or a woman. The ox is stoned. And the owners are putting it. We had this discussion, Selwyn, with you. We had a discussion you and I two days ago. Right? That the shore kills. And the Patuk says, yumat. Now we know that we don't put the people to the owners to death. That love yumat tells us that they pay kofir. Because they pay a, a ransom on that they aren't killed. Right? So when is it what's supposed to be the Pasuk speaking about a shore muad that killed because Eloish Mirainu? Oh, it seems like it was a shore muad that killed the Kavona. You know, maybe only about Kavona. You know, maybe the more I think about it, maybe not not talking about Kavona. It killed. Okay, you know, maybe I'll take it back. Maybe not. Anyway, it comes on Rabbi Yochanan and says, it makes no difference if you have Kavona to kill, not Kavona to kill. We'll see a Mishnah in the next Amun in a moment. Right? You still pay the Knas. So Amali Abaya, so Abaya to Rabbi Yochanan, if that's the case, but another Pasuk that says, Im. Right? Luke says, Me'ata, the Pasuk says, Im Eved, Yigach, Shor, or Amai, for Eved is gored by an ox. Or a male, a female Eved is gored by an ox. So it says Eved. Why Im Eved? So you tell me now again. Why did it say Im Eved? Matamud Lomar Im Eved. Rabot Eved. Shlo bekavanak. Give it kavanak. Maybe if it gored the ox, if the ox gored the Eved. Now what do we pay when the ox kills an Eved? We pay a standard amount, right? How much? Shloshim shkalim. Correct. Right. So now maybe we're going to say like this. Says Abai, you want to tell me the same din then? You tell me the same thing. That even when the Eved has to, even if by mistake it killed David, you pay Kevin? No. He says, are you going to say yes? This is what Abaya says to Rav Dimi. Abaya says to Rav Dimi, you're going to tell me it's the same din, but didn't Rav Yochanan? Right? Oh, yeah, Steve. Steve has been feeling well. Hello, Steve. How many sprays did you take today, Steve? Uh, 
<laughs> None. <laughs> Can you spray on shows? You're lying in bed. If you if you're lying in bed, you can take medicine. I wasn't lying in bed. I wasn't lying in bed. Oh, well, you went in shul, so I presumed you were lying in bed. Yeah. Okay. No, but since since Shabbos, how many sprays have you taken? One. So can I say, after the sh after the shear, take another one. The shear is like another day, Steve. The shear is like another day. After the shear, like a new day, right? Okay. So So Rav Dimi says to Abai, Abai, what are you talking about? I'm a lay. Gavra, Gavra, Karamit. So you're telling me that that uh, that Rashlaki says no. So what do you mean? So Rashlaki says no. Okay, so we've got Abaya and Rashlakish. Or we've got Ravdimi and Rashlakish, Rabbi Rashlakish. It doesn't prove anything that one Hilarix, that one says no and one says yes. Right? So that's answer. So that's basically the answer. So what do we see? That Abaya wants to say if you tell me im kofe, you're gonna say im evet. And but you can't say because of Rashlakish. Ravdimi said you can't say even im evet. So we see at the moment that maybe we could say Eved and, uh, and Kofer, you'd pay Kapar without Kavona and you'd pay the Knas forever without Kavona, maybe. The Gemara says, Kiyat Rabbi, now Yochanan, Rabbi came into Israel. He said, Rabbi Yochanan, Mat Eved, Mat Tabud Lomar, Im Eved, Rabot Eved, Shlomo Kavana, Keved Kavana. So we see over here that what? That Rav Dimi uh, mentioned only Kofer. Rabbi mentions even Eved. So we see Rabbi Yochanan says both Kofir and both Eved, below Kavana, you still pay the fines. Kofir and Shloshim Shkalim. So the Gemara says, tell me, Ulrash Lakish, Nami, Naima, Mid Eved, Im Eved, Lord Darish, Kofir, Im Kofir, Nami, Lord Darish. Rash Lakish argued on the one issue of Eved, that Eved has to have Kavona, or without Kavona, you wouldn't pay the Knas. Does he also argue on, on, uh, on Kofir? Ulrash Lakish only argued. Everybody clear with the question? Does Rashlakish argue both on Kofir and both on, uh, both on Ko, Im Kofir and both on Im Eved? Does he only argue on Im Eved? The Gemara says, Amrei, Lo, Eved, Lo Darish, Kofir, Im Kofir, Darish. He says, No, he doesn't Darish in Eved, but he does agree with Kofir, with bad Kofir. So what's the Mashtai Haka? What's the difference? Eved, Eved, Lo Katib, Makob Tashlumi. Kofir, Im Kofir, Katib, Makob Tashlumi. Look at the Psukim. Kofir, he speaks Kofir. Why does he agree with Kofir? It says, Im kofir yushat alav v'natan pidyon nafsho. The kofir is speaking in the pasuk, the im kofir goes with the money. Kofir, im kofir, yushat like If kofir is attributed to him, then he pays his, the pidyon of his nafsho. But in the God with Eved, it says, Im Eved yigach hashor ama. Then it's speaking about dafka the negicha. And then it says, Shloshim shekalim. It doesn't say, Im Eved yigach yiten kesef shloshim shekalim. So it says, that's why. Kofir is attached, kofir is all about paying. The Im Ev is all about the Negecha. They aren't the same. So it's either Shlakshu or Rabbi Yochanan on the Kofir, disagrees on everybody. I remember the same big Chirush. That as far as Rabbi Yochanan is concerned, we'll see Alokhana Mas in the Mishnah with the Amud. That uh, if, you, if, if a Shor kills somebody, whether it was by Kavona or not with Kavona, the owners still pay Kofir. Okay? We're going to see a brighter just now, which will summarize all this. I don't want to spend too much time on it now. We're going to see a brighter with Amud will summarize everything I've just said. We'll see the difference between a short muad and a short tam. When we pay a coffin, we don't pay a coffin, etc. We'll come to it all in a lot of detail over the amul. So let's just try and get there quickly because I see someone's about to ask a question. I promise you it'll come clear in a moment. Promise. Okay. Now, we said that coffin is only when it's amazing. There, I just said it's going to come clear in a moment. Let's wait till we get over the amul and we'll see it all clear. Okay, let's go. Okay, but mazid, right? So, so no, no, coffin we spoke about up until now was with regards to a muad, not the mazid. A muad. 
Not Maisie. Muad. Ashore Muad pays Kofir. The question is, he pays Kofir whether it is with Kavona or not with Kavona. And we see now he pays, uh, pays uh, Kapara, Kofir, even when it wasn't knowing if the intention wasn't to kill the person. They wanted to kill, an, uh, I don't know, to gore a tree and it killed the person. It'll still pay more. It'll still pay Kofir according to this. Okay. Then the Mishnah Karen said, That it made a difference so it was kids also that are killed, get treated the same as adults. Why don't it say or ben yigach or vat a boy or a girl a child? The bride says, "What's the din? The pasuk there to tell us that kids are treated the same way as animals." Because I don't understand why do you need a pasuk for that. Valo dinu, isn't it a din? Now, very often we say din, we mean kavachome. Okay, here the Gemara coming kavachome. We see kavachome comes in the moment. So we'll see Rashi says it's about matzinu. Okay, like a binyan av, we're extrapolating. So when a person kills a person, they're chayev. And when a shore kills a person, it's chayev. So when a person kills a person, he's chayev. It doesn't make a difference if you killed a child or you killed an adult. That seems to be just misfara. Right? A straightforward binyanav. We've got a situation that animals are chayev if they kill a person. People are chayv they kill a person. When a person kills a person, we don't distinguish they're killing a child or an adult. So why should we make the distinction when it comes to a shore? Okay? Makes sense. The odd, the Gemara says, the more they've got a kavachomer even. What's a kavachomer? Kavachomer. Uma adam ba adam shlo asabok tanim kigdolim chiev bolak tanim kigdolim adam ba adam shlo asabok tanim kigdolim and adults and children are treated differently lalocha. But yet, when it came to killing them, when they were killed, which isn't exactly the same. While they're alive, when they killed, which isn't exactly the same. So, sure, but Adam, an ox, on the other hand, we treat a big ox, a children, we treat differently when they're alive to adults. For example, a child who causes damage. Is he high of Nezek? No. No, why? The child hasn't got that. On the other hand, but yet when the child gets killed, we don't make any difference between them. An ox, we don't make any difference between a young ox and a, and a, and a big ox. Look at that. Shor ba'adam. She'asabo ketanim kegedolim. Look at Rashi. Shor katan ha'oreg. Keshor gadal ha'oreg. We don't distinguish that an ox who kills has to be over by mitzvah. Right? Mm-hmm. Even an ox under by mitzvah who kills is chayav mita. Correct? So I don't think shechayev alaktanim kigdolim. Then why should make any difference? Look at Rashi. I don't think shechayev was killer. Just the same. The Gemara says no. We don't accept it. Kavachomer. Why? Lo. Why don't we accept it? it? Says like this. Ima marta Adam ba Adam. If you're gonna tell me Adam ba Adam, why is Adam chayev when they kill Adam? We make the things between children or adults when they, when they get killed. Because you can argue shekain chayev arbet vari. It's a classic pricha to kavachomer, right? We say you can't learn the Kavachom because there's a Tzad Chamur. What's a Tzad Chamur? When an animal, when a human kill, kill causes damage, or causes, if they pay them, they pay Nezek, Tzar, Ripui, Boshet, Shevet. Oxen don't pay Ripui, Tzar, Boshet, Shevet, and, and etc. So we wouldn't have learned the Kavachom. Therefore, Tamud Lomar, we need the Pasuk to say, Oven Yigach, Ovat Yigach, Lechayev, Alakatanim, Kekdolim. So the Gemara said, we need the Pasuk. Without the Pasuk, we might have been able to learn these Kabbalah Chomets. If I mentioned, we would have said there's always something different why we can't compare them. 
because human beings have got extra levels of responsibility and achrayat and they pay more, etc., etc. Therefore, we can't learn a kavach of one to the other. Okay, are you with me? That is the gemara says like a little bit So now, what do we know? Now we know about a muad. Look at Rashi. The kra, because that pasuk we spoke about is b'muad k'tiv. It's written in in muad. That pasuk talking about a muad im shor nagachum it moshe shor zeta or b'venigachu vatigach or b'venigachu vatigach k'mishpat azei yaselo. All that is shmot kaf aleph. We're talking about a shor muad, right? Shor muad. Uh, but Tam Minayin, how do we know that Tam as well? Right? But Tam Minayin, so Elu Muad, the Kram Muad Ketiv. How do we know about a Tam? So Gemara says, Valo Dinu, same thing, isn't it a Dinu? Hoyl the Chiev be Ish Isha, the Chiev Venu Vat, Makish Chiev be Ish Isha. No, that's what I skipped. Only Elu Muadin. But Tam Minayin. Right, I know about a tam. Says v'dinu, hol v'chiyab isha v'isha v'chiyab b'mavat. We see a matter of between man or woman, if it's child or 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 by etc. Mark k'shechiyab isha v'isha. When they kill the man or woman, lo chilak tabo vein tam lemuad. When they kill the adult, we don't make difference between the tam or muad. Both the tam and muad both give both chayv skila. Af k'shechiyab b'ben mavat, lo tachlok vein both vein b'tam lemuad. So to the children, why do we make difference? Why do we care tam or muad? A muad and a tam are both chayv skili if they kill adults. And if should both be chayv skili if they kill children. And further, it's also a kavachom. Is a kavachom. What's a kavachom here? Ma ish isha shechein hura kocham benezikin. What does it mean hura kocham? That they've got a worse hand. Look at Rashi. Dimi ziku mishalmin. Adults, human being, adults, if they cause damages, they have to pay. Correct? And those people who have to pay, whose hands are weakened, they don't make a distinction when they get killed. If a tamamuad kills it, so benuvat. So on the contrary, children, they've got an upper hand when it comes to the zikin. They don't pay if they cause damages. To be honest with you, that kalvachome there, I don't know if I understand 100%. That because the adults pay damages and the children don't pay damages, therefore they should make no difference. I would say on the contrary, maybe because we make no difference between the adults and, and that, they, that they do pay damages, that's why we make no difference when the Tamar Muad kills them. Where children who, who, oh no, children who don't pay damages, right, then maybe uh, we don't kill the ox when the ox kills them. I don't know. And now the girl says, Amarta, what do you mean? Danin, Kavachome, Lachme, the girl says, Lachme, Kavachome. Because this whole Kavachome here comes to Machme. What do we mean, Machme? We be more Machme ready in the Tam than we are in a Muad. Look at Rashi. Which is the tam? We understand why muad is chayev, but why is it tam chayev? The Gemara can't work it out. Doesn't make sense. And we skip those the brackets. It says, So the Gemara says basically we wouldn't be able to learn the kavachomer because there's another there's another pricha. You say ish for isha. They have mitzvahs. That's why I make that difference. The kids are part of mitzvahs. Why should? Why should? Why, maybe there is a difference between the tam and the muad. Therefore, talmud lomaro ben yigach ubat yigach. Nikhev tam, nikhev muad, nikhev lebita, nikhev nezikin. Makes no difference whatsoever. We need a pasuk. But we can't. The gzera shav wouldn't have helped us. The bebatzul wouldn't have helped us. We need a, a pasuk to tell us that when it comes to whether it's damages or it's death, wherever the ox 
it made no difference if it was uh, a muad or a muad tam that makes a difference between uh, whatever it was. Uh, if it's if it's nezek, bichavi nezek was a kid or an adult. If it's chavi mitas skilo, bichavi mitas skilo was a tam or a muad. It was a kid or an adult. Magnum is whatsoever. Okay, now we get to the mishnah. So remember, we got a mishnah here. This mishnah tells us four halachas, and this is all about kavona. So shor sheyamit chakek bekotel. So animal was scratching its back up against the kotel. V'nafal al haadam. And the wall now falls on a person, and assuming that the first person gets killed. Okay? It intended to kill an animal, but killed a person. It intended to kill a Kanani, a Goy, and killed a Jew. It intended to kill a Nafel, like a, a child that wasn't a Bar Kayamah, it was dying bad, if, uh, it was bad, it would be right. Varag ben Kayama, and then it killed the ben Kayama. In all these four cases, we say patur. Okay, so again, an animal scratches back on a wall, and the wall fell out and killed somebody. Intended to kill an animal, and it killed a person. Intended to kill a goy, and it killed a Jew. Intended to kill a child, bar Kayama, and it killed the bar Kayama. All in these cases, the animal is patur. The question now, what is animal patur from? So I'm a Shmuel. Shmuel says, patur mimita, v'chayev bekofe. Now, who does that sound like, by the way? Come on, who does it sound? I made a big fuss at the beginning of the shoe. Who does it sound like? Rabbi Yochanan. Kiatir Avdimi, I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Right? Kofir im kofir. Maim Talmud Lamar im kofir. Rabot lak, ain't no kavona, kavona, ain't a kavona, right? Makes no difference about kavona, it pays kapara. So that's what Shmuel says. For Rav Amar, patur mize u mize. Rav says, no, it doesn't pay kofir, and it's patur from mita. Look at the Rashi, the very first wide lines at the bottom. They're patrim imita. Right? The halonit kavain. The nev kavona. The min lekaman. Kemitat balim im harag. Kemitat ashor sharag. We're going to see just now that the pasuk we'll see over on the Amud Bet, we'll see a limud where the pasuk over there says, Vim shalak rumi vo shoshom, vuad bevelav nishman, vemit ish o isha, hashor yisakel vegam bealav yubat. So we see mita here with the ox and with the balim. We see the same din. When you kill an ox, you kill an ox under similar circumstances when you would kill its owner in real life, like proper killing. So if you'd kill a per- if a person wanted to kill somebody and he by mistake killed somebody else, would it be high of mita? Probably like uh, some sort of culpable homicide. It definitely would be high for murder, right? Because it was unintentional. So to an animal, animal intended to kill that animal, kill the person. What never kavona? So sorry, sorry, go again, one of you at a time. Is that the same question? You're asking, how do you know whether the ox, ox intended to kill or not? Because you can see. I'll tell you how, I'll tell you how, I'll tell you how. That the ox was chasing another ox. Going after the ox. And that owner of the ox jumped in the middle to try and stop his ox from killing him. And the animal gored him and killed him. Who was the ox chasing after? Who was the ox chasing? Wait a second. Who was the ox chasing? Same, same too, he was running after a goy. He was running to go a goy. And the Jewish owner and, or somebody else, his friend, tried to jump in the middle and try to hold stuff and he ended up getting killed in the process. So his intention was to kill a person he, and he killed the wrong person. No, so in this case, that we, at the, that, that's where you, that's right, he was going to kill a guy and he killed a Jew. Right? Or he was going to kill an ox and he killed a person. Or he was going to kill whatever the case is. I mean, we can we just going to use a bit of imagination and it's not difficult to understand. Not related, not related to the... 
It is, because they're arguing back on the way. He didn't intend to kill the person, and the wall fell over and killed somebody. It's all intent. Yeah, but I understood the Mishnah that it all was the the result of the ox rubbing his wall. No, 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 no. There are three to the four. That's why I said there are four halachas in the Mishnah. One, Shor Shia Bechab Kotel, number one. Or Nefal Adam. Or Nitkavan Aragad Abahem of Aragad Adam. Or the Knani Bragad Israel. Or the Nefal of Aragad Barkama. Five things, actually. No, four. Okay, well, but okay, but now you know that it's not right, correct? Is it clear now, though? No. Okay. So, no. so, 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 it says, so, and, and the Mishnah says, Patur. So Shmuel says, Patur from Mita, but Chai Bekofe. And Rav says, Patur Mizeo Mize. Look at Rav, Amar Patur Mizeo Mize. Kedadarish Rabbe, he learns from Rabbe Lel. Ashor Yisakel, Kozman Shashor Beskile, Bebaalim, Meshamin Kofe. Shmuel, Rabbe says, no. That only when the shore, when there's skila, do the Baalim pay kofe. In other words, Rabbi doesn't agree with Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan says, you can have a situation where you have kofe, even if there wasn't kavona, and the ox won't be killed. Rabbi says, no. Rabbi says, you only pay, you only pay kofe when the ox is killed. And I'll be very honest with you, I personally thought Aloha was like Rabbi. Because the Pasuk seems to be implied like Rabbi. Because the Pasuk says, Right? In Kofir you shut a love. And the Pasuk. What's the Pasuk say? The Pasuk says, Im Shonagachum Bosha killed him, Vahuad was a Muad. Mit ish oisha killed the person. Hashor Yisakel, the gum be alav you mat. And the owners will be killed. And we came to learn what does mean the owners will be killed? They won't be killed. They should have been killed, but they're paying kapara, which is pidjon nafsham. Because you only pay kapara when you pay kapara because of pidjon nefesh, you redeem your soul. When do you have to redeem your soul? When your ox killed another ox. That's what Rabbi says. That's how we understood Aloha till now. Rabbi Yochanan tells us, no. Rabbi Yochanan says, you pay kapara even if you don't kill the ox. So the machloket, Rabbi Shmuel here, is really a machloket, Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi. Correct? So I was not agree with me. Why did you agree with me? Because I read the next uh, case. And how does it help you and agree with me? I explained to you, when the, what's the name, when the ox falls in, goes into a pit and falls on someone in the bottom of the pit, the guy's liable. No, he's not. Hang on, you tell me. Not to the the ox is what... So now that you know that you didn't read it, now why don't you disagree? Why don't you agree with me? I won't tell anybody if you agree with me. It's okay. Don't know. It seems. It seems like. You're gonna rub it out. It's been recorded. I forgot. I forgot. It's been recorded. Okay. Well, I don't know who we're talking about. Bro. I'm saying that. It seems that like there's a pasuk the way Rashi learns it that Shmuel says. Shmuel says, "Patrim imita the halonit kaben." I mean, the kaman. We are buying marakari da shoshi arag, and chay be kofir. Right, the dashin on kofir im kofir. That who who taught us kofir im kofir? Rabbi Yochanan. And Shmuel and Rav says, "I'm a patrim izom izewak." Darish Rabba leal ashori sakel kotman shashob eskila barim eshami. It's pashut that it's a machloket Rabbi and Rabbi Yochanan. Okay, so now, so that's that's how the Quran stands at the moment, right? Uh, question. Yeah. Aren't you mitchayev only if the, the bal of the shor muad was warned first? Well, that's a shor muad, but that's a shor muad. Shor muad means muad. You were warned. 
We talk about a cash that you were warned. You were warned. The question we learned the other day, we had a couple of times in Machloket, you have to be warned on three separate occasions. Okay, you warned in one day that your ox gored three times. But it doesn't matter. However the case was, you, if it's a short muad, it means you were warned. Otherwise, you don't call the short muad, okay? So now, so the Gemara says, The question is asked on Shmuel. Why does Shmuel say that he is Chayev Kofir? The Shmuel says, Ha-tamu. It's a tamox. And and kofir only applies to a muad. Look at Rashi. Ha tamu. I feel the man that darish in kofir. I mean the muad. Even even you go according to Rabbi Yochanan. That's the that's the guy who's darish. Who's Rabbi Yochanan? Who learns the din of im kofir? I mean the muad. Shlomo kavana. Ha tamu bechikuk. This is a tam. So this is what the note you read. Someone in the neck in the gemara. This is what the gemara says. The gemara says no. What are we talking about? Kedama rav bemuad lipol al bnei adam beborot. Rav taught us, and we'll see this in a couple of daft time, I think of them tet. Rav taught, Rav taught us that there's such a concept as being muad for something. You have to be muad for goring. There was an ox there, we'll see who was muad for falling into pits and, 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 and killing and, and, and landing on people. This was an ox who was always muad for having a habit of rubbing him back up against the wall and breaking walls. And therefore he's chayev. So Gemara says, beautiful question. But but if he's a muad for that, then what's a question? Why is he, why we say according to Shmuel, that he's chayev in kapara, but patru from mita, he doesn't get killed. If he's a muad, and he killed through what he's a muad for, then he should be what? Killed. 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 So Gemara says, Bishlam hatam, there, in that case then, he was looking for greenery and he made a mistake and he fell in. But Michael, what are we going to say over here? So why, so that, so we understand there why he wouldn't have been killed. But what's the case over here? I look at Rashi. What does it mean, How do we find a scenario where he hasn't got intention to kill a guy dropping a wall and this guy's used to pushing the walls on people? He says, this is the case. What was happening? So he says, uh, He was just scratching himself against the wall for Hana'a. Even though maybe he is used to knocking walls over, here he wasn't trying to knock a wall over. Here he was trying to scratch himself on the wall. How do we know that he was trying to scratch himself on the wall? How do we know? Even after the wall had fallen over, he carried on scratching himself on that wall. In other words, all that was really looking for was for a wall scratcher. Right? A clumsy ox. They sound familiar. Clumsy ox. Right? So he has a clumsy ox. Okay? And he just, and, and he, and he just broke it. So now the Gemara says, but okay, so that's very nice. But wait a second. What about Shorot? If the ox now leaned against the wall scratching himself and the wall broke, so now really it's not from the actual goring of the ox himself, but it's the koach of the ox. He caused the wall to broke, to break, which landed on somebody and killed that person. Maybe that's Tsorot. Remember Tsorot? The pebble shooting up from his foot. So maybe it's like his koach. Right? If it's his koach, so then maybe he should still be chayev. Good Rashi. Va'akati tzorninu. mamish. He said, wait a second, why does Shmuel say if it's Tsorot, that is Chayev Kofir. Tzorot, you only Chayev, right? When it is, uh, 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 when it's his body. There we know Tzorot comes from, from Regal, right? And this is not exactly the same. Kofir, Katuv, when, when do we have Kofir? When the animal kills, I suppose, with the intention of killing you. 
right? When there's nezek, kavon lehazik, and kavon lehazik is normally with with with. Uh, we said that goring is kavon lehazik, right? We said that uh, shen and regel is not kavon lehazik. It's hanaa, right? Or or talking about halicha, and it comes from his foot, and the foot sets it off. And that's what Rashi says to have a gufa mamish. You have to look at his foot. Yeah, he's scratching up against the wall, and the wall breaks, and the stone shoots out of the wall. So the Gemara says, "No, Amrabi, Amrabi, Mary, Beraidrav, Kahana, the Kaazil mina mina." What was really happening over here? He didn't even. There's not even a case where the wall broke and then stone shot off. How did the guy die? The ox. Look at Rashi here. The Kaazil kota. He pushed the wall. Mina mina. Adai dechifato vegilgulo kol shaa ache mapilo alav umio elimit kavin arog. He didn't want to kill the guy. He was trying to scratch up against the wall. But by him scratching the heavy ox, the wall was now moving, moving. He's been scratching himself all the time along the wall. He moves the wall with him. He's scratching all the time as the wall's in motion till eventually he pushes the wall onto the guy by mistake. Okay, that's our scenario. And therefore, uh, and the Gemara is telling you to Shmuel. We've got a bright enough Shmuel with Yuftin Rad that you hide in, in Kofir and you still part from Skila. We said, like, yeah, and he has the bright. I promised you a brighter which we put everything into context. Now, important to follow this bright. This is a very, very important brighter. Sometimes you'll be uh, ox kills. You'll be high both mitter the ox will be high mitter to be high skiller and you'll be coffee pay the coffee. But yes, high but coffee will patter mitter. Sometimes you're gonna be high in coffee paying the fine, but patur from mitter. Right? Look at Rashi, the last wild lines of Rashi. The dashina and coffee in coffee. We learned that in Rabbi Yochanan. That's like Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel. Then v'yesh chayv b'mitah v'patur min hakofer. Sometimes you'll be chayv in mitah and patur on kofer. When would that be? Think quickly. We're going to see this now. When would you think? When would be chayv? When would the animal be chayv mitah but patur with kofer? If it was a a tam, correct. It was a tam. If it's a muad, you're not. A tam is if it kills a person, is chayv mitah, but it wouldn't be kofer, right? But yes, pot patur mizeh umizeh. It's not your patur in both. Hakai, the Greek spines. Hakai, it wouldn't be muad. But kavoni was a, if it was an animal, which was a muad, and it had kavoni intent to do the damages to kill chayv mita and kofir. If it was a muad without kavona, then it's chayv kofir and and patur mita. If it was a tam, but kavona, be chayv mita and patur kofir. It was a tam shlo be kavona patur mizeh umizeh. Okay, so that's a beautiful summary. Now we got a muad and a tam. A muad is always chayv kofir, whether it was kavona or not kavona. And when would we put to death? Oliver Kavona. A tam, right, never pays kofir. And sometimes will we put to death? When we put to death, even if it never had kavona. Tam, if it kills, is killed. Right? No, sorry. A tam, if it never had kavona, I apologize. If a tam never had kavona to kill, it pays nothing. If it had kavona to kill, it only, it's only as high skill there's no kofir. A muad, if it had kavona to kill, there's skila and kofir. If it never had kavona to kill, there's only kofir and no skila. Actually, mind-boggling. Okay, so a tam can sometimes pay kofir if there's a, a muad without kavona will still pay kofir. Won't won't be put to death. A tam without kavona won't do anything. There's nothing. A tam with kavona will be will be high skiller and no kofir, and a muad with kavona is put to death and kofir without kavona pays kofir is put to death. Okay, that's it. What about this? What? Who is that owner? 
the paying is always done by the owner. Oh, unless the shore is a generous shore and he wants to pay. But I mean, uh, who else are you going to pay? Not the owner, right? Yeah, right. So, so, so what about Nezikin? The Gemara, the bride of says, what about Nezikin? You understand now when it kills. What about Nezik? So the Gemara, the bride says, if the animal caused damage without Kavona, Rabbi Yudah Mechayev, Rabbi Shimon Potter. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yudah says he's Chayev for Nezik, even without Kavona. Rabbi Shimon says Potter, he's Patu. So my time with Rabbi Yudah, why does Rabbi Yudah say he's Chayev? Rabbi Yudah says, he says, Yalib mi Kofro. Rabbi Yudah learns from Kofir. Ma Kofro, Shlobah Kavona Chayev, Av Tanzikim, Nami Shlobah Kavona Chayev. We learn from Rabbi Yudah, from Rabbi Yochanan. Right? Kiyate Rabin, I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Do I need Kavona to be Chayev for Kofir? He says, Kofir and Nezik are the same thing. Do I need Kavona to be Chayev and Nezik either? Rabbi Shimon, what does he say? He says, Yalif Miktale the shore. He learns when you kill the shore. Ma Katle Shlobah Kavona Patu, Av Tanzikim, Shlobah Kavona Patu. When you kill, if the, if the shore killed Shlobah Kavona, right? Uh, if, uh, uh, it says, If it never had a short time, right, to kill, even a short mu'a to kill, wouldn't be killed. So too, if it never had a short damage, it wouldn't be caught, would be part from damages. So what's the Rabbi Yudah, Nami, Nali, Pekat, why don't we learn from Kitlai and say that you part too? He said, Because the one is talking about when you were killed, the one is talking about paying Tashlumin, Kofri is paying Tashlumin, and not being killed, and Nezik is talking about paying damages, not being killed. Rabbi Shimon Nami in Alif Kofir. So why does Rabbi Shimon learn from Kofir? Learn from it. He says Danin Chiyuvei the Shore. Yeah, Daddy. He says we learn from the Chiyuv of the Shore. Mi Chiyuvei of the Shore. La forget Kofir the Chiyuvei the Bali mu. Because the Kofir who pays the Bali, who pays Kofir the Bali. Right when the Shore is killed, who pays the damages? The Shore gets killed. So basically pays it, pays it, pays it, pays the price. Okay. Now we saw in the Mishnah Nit Kaven Arogel Abahema Ragel Adam Patru. So we saw these examples. It wasn't the right kavona. It was patur from mita. We saw the Rabbi Shimon and and, and uh, uh, Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yehuda. Right? What the uh, Rabbi, sorry, Rabbi Shmuel. Rav said that uh, you pat everything, and Shmuel said you patur from mita. You have in kofer. So the word says ha makes a diukia. If we said that you had intention to kill the animal, and then you kill the person, so maybe and you patur. Maybe the reason you patur there isn't because you never intended to kill that particular person. Because your intention wasn't to kill a person, and you ended up killing a person. Ha But maybe if the animal intended to kill a person and killed another person, it still be chayev. So I even intend to kill an animal and kill the person is patul. But if he was any looking to kill an a person, we don't care who he killed, he'd be chayev. The Gemara says if that's the case. Rabbi Shimon taught us in a brighter that if the animal intended to kill that person and killed another person, he's patur. So therefore, our Mishnah, if you want to make, if you want to learn the diuk, can't be like Rabbi Shimon. Are you with me? Right. So one says, my talent, what's Rabbi Shimon Svara? The Pasuk says, Ashor Yisakel, the Gamba love you mat. Very important principle this way. What is it? The Hekesh there in the Pasuk. Is kemitat balim kach mitat ashor, just like a human being gets put to death, so to ashor. Ma balim, the owners ad mechaven lei. He has to have intention to kill the guy. Avshor nami ad mechaven lei. So to ashor until he has intention to kill the exact person. So the Gemara says. Rashi uh, says here, Rishimon itlei hach svara gaberotzeach be'ra nishafim v'rabanan pligelei. They in 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 Sanhedrin, and Rabbanan argued Rabbi Shimon on that. 
He says that it would be chayiv even if they killed the different people. The high va'aravlo amrei de be'rabiyana rabbanan mukbilei prakta zorik even lego. We see this now because Rabbi Shimon learns the din from learns from the din of the pasuk which says right va'aravlo the cover the person sat in waiting in an ambush and the guy came and he killed him. So it appears that that is what's called uh, what's it where we have uh, new uh, intent when you when you. Uh, there's a word in it. Premeditated. premeditated. Thank you, Steve. That's called premeditated murder. You waited there for the guy. You went to kill him. Right? And that's what Rabbi Shimon and Rabbanan learned that. They used that pasuk for a different din altogether. So we'll see. He says, I'll do the Rabbanan. Okay? So the Gemara says, Balim gufayu minalan. Where do we learn about Balim themselves according to Rabbi Shimon? That they only chayu if they kill this one and not that one. He says, The pasuk says, Yeah, he stood in waiting and he, and he jumped up on him. Alchid Kavin will have me premeditated. Rabbanan. So Rabbanan, no. Rabbanan, hi, Varavlo, my word. They, they use this in the Sanhedrin, they use this for something else. They say, Amrita Barabiana, Prat Lezorek and Evan Lego. They learned this thing when he threw a rock into a, into a crowd of people. It was a hechi dummy. Why do this pastor teach me that? If there's a crowd there of 10 people and none of them are going, Vechad Yisrael, Vechad so typically they were Rav they were Rav Kananim. So obviously the guy will be patur. Because if he threw the rock in, the chance was going to kill a guy, not kill a Jew. Inami, Paga Paga, even though it's 50-50. Because we've got a din. Rashi's over here. Chamisha Kranim, Chamisha Yisraelim, Lo Yitzchik Kranim, if you're in a pasuk to patur him. Drachmana Amar, Veshavtu Haida, Vitzilu Haida, Dhaasabi, as a rule with, with, with Nefashot, we go to Hakel. Safek Nefashot, Lahakel. Important Klaulet. We don't kill a person just that. We try and find ways to save him. So we say, look, there were five Jews and five goyim. It probably meant to go after the goyim, you know, etc. So the Lord Shekha, so the Lord says, now Lord Shekha, when do we do the pasuk to, 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 uh, to, mat, to matter him? There are ten Jews in the room and one goyim. Even though the I think, oh, look, the guy's high He threw a rock into a room with, ten, with nine Jews. It's clear he meant to kill a Jew. He says, no, he says, since one of them was there, and they knew there was a goy there, it was considered kavua. What do we mean? We learned this din about the meat, right? We learned it in, 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 in uh, we'll get to it in Chulin. We haven't got to, uh, no, we haven't got to, to the meat, but we learned it in Chulin. We'll see when it comes to Kasha, there's a din like this. If there are nine kosher butchers in town, and one trade butcher, and you find a piece of meat on the floor, can you take it or not? You can take it. Could we say Akhrim la we go after the majority and the chances are that that meat came from a kosher butcher. If on the other hand, you went into a shop and you bought the meat off the shelf from its place where it was meant, it wasn't abandoned on the floor. Now you're not sure if the butcher you walked into was that one trafe butcher or was it the nine kosher ones. So now what do we say? You can't eat it. Why? Could we say kavua kamechza al dami? When something is in its place, it gets a status of a fifty percent chance that it was that. And now with trafers, we go also like a rabim, but he has not rabim anymore. Now it's chamishim chamishim fifty fifty. Now we go safek doraita lechumra. Here we go safek 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 nefashot lahakel, but it's the same fifty fifty, right? 
So he said over here, so that's the case over here. Sure, Peturian Amita the Fisha ain't lame Bali. I know, I'm sorry. That's what Rabbanan uses for. So that, that they would patter him in a case like this. So therefore, they don't use that Pasuk where Rabbi Shim would say that uh, you have to have Aravlo premeditated until you actually kill him. Okay, new Mishnah. So we're going to count now six different owners of a shore. A woman owns a shore, or shore of orphans own a shore. Rashi points out orphans, you don't have an apotropos. Or a shore that's being controlled, looked after by an apotropos, a custodian. Rashi points out it's an apotropos who's responsible for looking after the ox for the yatomim. Or shore midbar, shore maybe like a wild ox, ownerless. Or shore hektesh, maybe hektesh also is not called ba'alav, remember? Hektesh is not called owners. Or shore hager shemait, the ain't yorshim. And that's like the euphemism for a guy who hasn't got yorshim. And a ger, who even if he converted and had children, those children aren't his yorshim. So there's no such thing as a Jew who hasn't got a Yoresh. You know the old saying, we said the other day, right, where there's a will, there's a relative, right? That's a Jewish concept. There's never going to be a Jew without a Yoresh. Because either he's got children, or he's got parents, or he's got brothers or sisters, or he's got cousins, or he's got distant relatives, or he's got far tethered removed, right? My father's an expert in that sort of Jewish geography of explaining that he's a third cousin of the fifth cousin who was married to that guy who lived in that guy who was divorced on that one and when they died they remarried that one and therefore we cousins. Okay, that's my father an expert at that, right? So that's Jewish struggle much from the Gomorrah. No Jew without a relative. Okay, but goy but again comment on relative. So now we've got three cases over here of people who 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 are ownless shvarim. Who are they? The midbar, the desert one, the the wild one. The Hefka one, right? The, 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 sorry, the Hegdesh one, and the one that belonged to a Ger who died. Then there's a Isha, right? A woman. There's a Yatomim, the orphans, and there's Apotropos. So we've got six scenarios here of owners of Shor. So the Mishnah quotes all those six, right? All of those Shorot, Shvarim, right? Ainu Yoshin Hare, Ainu Chavimit, Ochavimit, they killed. Rabbi Yudah says no. Rabbi Yudah says Shorah Midbar, Shorah Hegdesh, and Shorah Ger Shemait, the three ownless ones. Okay, were you with me? So we've got six Shvarim, three of them are ownless, three of them are owned. Rabbi Chachamim say all of them, if they kill Ochamit, Rabbi says no, the only the three that have got owners, the Apotropos, the Yotomim, and the, and the, and the Isha, Ochamit, the other three, the Midbar, the Hegdesh, and the, and the, and the Ger that died, or without Yoshim, are not Ochamit. So the Lord brings a brighter, Tan Rabbanan, Shor, Shor, Shivah. The Gemara says that the shore is broken. Rashi shore shore shiva shiva shore ketuvim beparsha benugach adam. In the parsha there, seven times the word shore is mentioned. Right now, and Rashi says, and the Gemara carries on and says, lahavi to teach us to keep to just these extra six cases of shore shore isha which we saw shore yatom which is the the orphan shore atop is the custodian shore bidba the 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 desert one shore hegdesh the hegdesh one shore ager shemayf eno yoshin. Now, how many of those, if we counted, how many are there? There are only six. So that the, but the brighter says, Shor, Shor, Shiva. So what do you mean? So where's the seventh one? So Baruch Hashem, we've got Tosfot on the daf. Look at Tosfot over here. I was breaking my head over this. Look at Tosfot. The second one, Tosfot on the Amud. It says, Shor, Shor, Shiva. Chad le gufei v'shit li The first time it mentioned Shor, it's the din of Shor. Now we've learned Shor. So why do they keep on repeating Shor another six times? To teach me these other six dinim of these six types of owners of shore. Okay? So the brightest says, 
tells us on this brighter, which is actually like our Mishnah. Or of a ger, a hefker shore, uh, patur, but even if it ne- did negicha, and after the negicha it was mafkir. Right? In other words, you, you try and save yourself from being killed. So you quickly go, the, the, the ox goes, before they, before they take a debate, you quickly mafkir, or you, or you, or you makdish it, or you, whatever the case is. Right? So how do we know we might? So he says, tani tarti. The fact that Rabbi, that Rabbi Huda quoted an extra two, shora midbar. And Shura Ger Shemait Ba'ano Yoshin, because at the end of the day, Shura Ger Shemait, my new, what is that? Shura, Shura Ger of the, of the Ger that does. It can't be, and since he's got Yoshin, I've got Shura Hefka. It's Hefka. Isn't it the same as Shura Midbar? A desert, a wild ox, it's also Hefka. And that's the same as Hanu Shura Ger Shemait Ba'ano Yoshin. And I love Hakamas, what are we teaching him from? Yeah, Dafilu Nagach, it's of English. Nagach, it's of Hifki Shmamina. So the fact that you mentioned all these three cases. Right, or all patrub. If you do them, he says not only that because we just could, the bishop just could have said the shore midbar. Right, we know that any time there's a shore that's here because patrub. Why did it mention midbar and hegdesh and gershemaitu to teach us that if you if you mafkir it afterwards or makdish it afterwards, it was a patrub. We're studying a bright that supports this. Why would it be, be patrub? Because. Uh, Of course, the Bali, because who suffers the most from this? The Bali, the Bali didn't take care of the show. The show killed. The show's a, um, killed a person. Oh, the show, you can't. It's a punishment. And, and, and the show is not, you know, not punishing the show. What did the show do? The show's Right, look at this. I, I, it says a farm business must pay more than hundred thousand pounds in fines and costs after a cow escaped and killed a teacher who was on a family walk. Marion Clotes was on her Easter break in North Cumberland in 2016 when she was tossed over a gate by the cow which repeatedly charged at her Newcastle County Court. Nixon and Son, which runs Swino Farm, Belford, admitted failing to ensure the safety of persons by exposing them to risks to their safety from the movement of cattle. Hearing was told this week the firm has now been fined £72,500 and must pay £34,000 in costs and victim search of several hundred pounds. Amazing, man, eh? Uh, okay. So, uh, so, so he, uh, so see, I see, here we are, I see a court. So Arya says to me, uh, says, uh, has this judge been learning Gomorrah? Amazing. Amazing. In England, right? In England, yeah, in England. Okay, let's carry on. So now, so basically, the Gretzabara says, Tanya Kavate, 
The bride says straight out. If you, it was Nagicha, then you magdish that. It was Nagicha, then you have to get it. Patur wash and Emar. But who add bivalav? Yes, you want to sell it. But who add bivalav? They hemit. They were it was a muad and they did it da. Add the hemit. So what does the pasuk mean? But who add bivalav? They hemit. So the hada, the muad, and the hemit. Add the hemit of hamada b'din shavin kecha. It's all be together. He has to be the same status of a shor. The gamar din. No, the question is what gamar din? No, by none. You're running gamar din. Vahashor. Maybe you can even later stage still mafkirat. Vahashor yisakel gamar dinu. And the question is you're right. Until the Gemar Din, you can mafkir it, or you can, uh, or you can mafkir it, and the shore won't be killed. Okay, let's end off over here.